Good day. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Belated, probably, when you'll be listening to this. But happy Father's Day, Dad. Well, thank you, Nicholas. I appreciate that. And uh, happy Father's Day to my brothers and brothers-in-law and uh, and saluting the memories of uh, my dad and my grandfathers and so on, as well as my father-in-law. May God rest his soul. So... It is, and it definitely is Father's Day. And uh, my selections today are going to be related to summer for the most part, but uh, with some twists thrown in. I don't have as much of a theme on my end, but I do have a Father's Day gift for you. I'll give it to you later. But everybody uh, comment uh, what they think that my Father's Day gift is for my dad. It's a good one. I can't wait. The answer will be revealed soon. But I will. Wait. First off, we are going to have Sleater Kenny. I always have a hard time pronouncing the name because it, it's spelled... Oh, Slater. I, th- I always yeah, Slater Kenny. Slater. Sla- and, uh, Slater Kenny. Yeah, Carrie Brownstein's in that band, and uh, she uh, she came to my mind not from Slater Kenny because I'm Kenny or whatever they're called. They're back from the '90s, I think. But Porlandia, uh, she was on that show with uh, Fred Armisen, and uh, she's very good and uh, looks a lot like your mother too. Yeah, she does look like my mom. Wait a minute, Mother's Day's already passed. So, uh, this is off of their album One Beat, came out in 2002, and I will follow that up with some Malarin Hill.
one day I'm gonna understand.
Maggie. I just wanted to say happy Father's Day to every father out there, and also mine, especially. Well, thank you, sweetie. Thanks for the infusion kit. At least it's not chemo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can make cancer jokes. That's true. I am Captain Chemo. Hey, Dad. Hey, Maggie. Dad, what's your sign? Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, yep. It was meant to be. Yes, it is. And, uh, yep, yep. Cancer's metastatic anyway, but uh, anyway. Warren Hill. Yep. To Zion. I think it's a beautiful song. The only thing, though, that that song has in common with Slater Kenny is that they're both CDs I got recently, and it's they're both strong, com- comprised of strong women, I think. Warren Hill. Yeah, I think the subject matter of that song was very, very strong. Yep. And it's Father's Day. And it's Father's Day, and we wouldn't be here if we weren't for strong women. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What do you have? Starting out with some Ella, and then some surprises from there.
one of these mornings you gonna rise up singing yes you spread your wings and you take to the sky Until that morning There's nothing can harm you Yes, with daddy and mommy Standing by
gee, you'd think summer songs would be happy. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Ella Fitzgerald tune obviously was uh, summertime with uh, Louis Armstrong, of course. From Sum- Porgy and Bess? From Porgy and Bess, written by George and Ira Gershwin and uh, Du Bois Hayward. If, uh, think about it, 21st century with the way culture is gone, the Gershwin brothers wouldn't be able to do Porgy and Bess. They, it would be slammed for cultural appropriation. I don't know. I haven't heard Porky and Bess enough. Well, it's, it's, it's composed by the Gershwin Brothers. It's an uh, it's an opera based about uh, based on an African American couple, and uh, the Gershwin Brothers are white and Jewish. Okay. So anyway, it's it's just food for thought. And after that, uh, Mr. Ackerbilk. Uh, I don't know if this was the original recording or a re-recording. But he had uh, this release, Stranger on the Shore, which was a huge smash in the uh, early to mid-1960s on Atco Records. This was probably a reissue, but uh, it's kind of melancholy. It follows along with uh, the, uh, the, the the tone of uh, Summertime. Still a great tune. and uh, it Has me laid back. Very, very, very much chill and, uh, and a very sweet tune. And it's summertime. A lot of people are lonely. Strangers walking the shoreline alone. So, you know, hey, to all you unattached out there, your father's rich and your mother's pretty. That's That's right. They say. Yeah. But was that clarinet in that last song? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, It sounded pretty good. Yes, it did. So, what's next? Next, we have a certified summertime band Lindisfarne this is their this is their uh, live album Magic in the Air I'm going to play for you Lady Eleanor it's their opener off of the album
magician sitting lotus on the floor Belly dancing beauty with a power driven soul Had my share of nightmares, didn't look to be much more Then walked on the gun show with Lady Eleanor She tied my eyes to the ribbons of a silken ghostly thread I gazed with troubled vision on an old four-poster bed Where Eleanor had risen to kiss the neck below my head Let me come along with her to the land of the dancing dead But it's alright, Lady Eleanor Alright, Lady Eleanor I'm alright where I am She gazed with a love and beauty like a mother to a son Like living, dying, see it being all rolled into one Then all at once I heard some music in my bones the same old song heard for years reminding me of home But it's alright, Lady Eleanor Screaming lust and base desire When it seemed for certain that the screams could get no higher I heard a voice above the rest Screaming you're alive But it's alright Well... 
Elton John, Dirty Little Girl, off of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, 1973? Yep. 1973. Yeah, it's a great album from Elton John. Really, I believe this record um, pushes career forward. I think before that it was... uh, before or after this album was uh, Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player. I think this one came after that. And then uh, Caribou. So, uh, yeah, he became a hit machine. Uh, Honky Cat, I think, was his first big single from uh, Honky Chateau. And a lot of people like the Tumbleweed Connection album because it has a country feel to it, but I'm getting off course. Ah, I don't think so. Because... In the same realm as country comes folk. And Lindisfarne is a folk band. Before Elton John, that was Lindisfarne, Lady Eleanor. I guess they're more on the rock side of folk. But they had a mandolin, so that counts. That's true, and uh, there are even bands, uh, especially Irish bands like the Chieftains and so on, they employ the use of the bouzouki, which is common with Greek and Mediterranean uh, uh, musicians. Bouzouki, bouzouki, bouzouki. Isn't there a bouzouki bubblegum? If everybody had ocean across the USA Then everybody'd be surfing like California, yeah You see them wearing their baggy but Archie Sandals too A bushy bushy blonde hairdo Surfing USA You catch him surfing at Delmar Ventura County Line Santa Cruz and Trestle Australia's Laura B All over Manhattan Learn not a BPB Everybody's gone surfing Surfing USA be planning out a route We're gonna take real soon We're standing down our surfboard We can't wait for June Well, I'll be gone for the summer We're on safari to stay Tell the teacher we're surfing Surfing USA Haggerty's and Swami. Surfing USA Everybody's gone surfing Surfing USA Everybody's gone surfing Surfing USA
Governor, you've got a lucky face. I'll smash your bleeding face in! Brian Auger and the Trinity from their 1969 album, Definitely What? The reissue on CD, I think from a label that's no longer in existence called One Way, they're a house that did reissues. John Brown's Body, which is a take on, obviously, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, and the liner notes for this particular song read as such. You all know the words and can join the chorus. The important thing about John Brown being that his soul goes marching on, and I hope with those of John and Robert Kennedy Martin Luther King and other eminent Americans who we hope will never be forgotten. So it's a little bit of a fun take on uh, the battle hymn, our battle hymn, and you figure figure the Brits would uh, have some fun with it. Now that reminds me of um, the funerals that they do in New Orleans. So what happens is like they carry the casket um, to the grave, and then it's somber but then they have a parade on the way back 
I believe. And then anybody can join in if they want to. Anybody can join the parade yep. you know, to celebrate the dead. And uh, before that, Steely Dan from their Countdown to Ecstasy album. This particular uh, uh, cut taken from the decade. Uh, Citizen, Steely Dan Citizen, 1972 to 1980. But uh, my old school taken from the album Countdown to Ecstasy in 1973. 1973. Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of a summer related in the sense that I ain't never going back to my old school. I think they were talking about colleges at this point. And they got the uh, reference to uh, Mexico, Guadalajara. And William and Mary down in Williamsburg. So, which is very cool. And uh, before that, a demo from the uh, Good Vibrations box sets, 30 Years of the Beach Boys. Uh, a demo of Surfing USA. I was going to do something else, but uh, this started playing. I said, I'm keeping it. I'm using it for the cast. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, Brian Wilson, I'm sure, at the piano with doing the demo of Surfing USA. Nice treat. Oh, yeah. Again, from the Capitol Records uh, Beach Boys Good Vibrations from 1993. We have box sets. Do you have box sets? Do you? You can message us, care of winwinpodcast at gmail.com. First person to send us an email will be very happy to receive it. And we'll message you back. We'll email you back. We'd be happy to receive an email. And if we if you want to request something, go ahead and do it. Not guaranteeing we'll have it, but what the heck. Sure. What's next? That's up to you, buddy. How about a little bit of Sparks? Sparks Brothers documentary out now. I'm going to make a point to see it soon. Maybe we can see it together. I think we can. This is Everybody is Stupid off of Sparks Big Beat. Time for some fun stuff. Filter, then reverse it and 
Everybody's stupid, that's for sure. 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 Everybody's stupid, that's for sure.
Bridge. Might be giants, youth. Oops. <clears throat> they might be giants. Youth culture killed my dog. <laughs> Off their 1986 debut album. To my knowledge, it's the debut. They might be giants, self-titled. I like the album. It's a great album. Don't let's start. Anyway, uh, before that, Led Zeppelin from their fifth album, Houses of the Holy. James Brown. Yeah, little gig got a little bit of funky thing going on there. It's about whirling and twirling, having that woman looking at me. And my girl makes me want to sing and shout. Oh, but what uh, was a mystery at the end? And uh, Nicholas, have you seen the bridge? I haven't seen the bridge. 
Well, where's the confounded bridge? Well, there is none in the song. That's the joke. So people are wondering, why is that in there? And for the musically inclined will say, well, there's no bridge in the song. I wonder who was the one that said, uh, where's that confounded bridge? It sounded proper. I have no idea. Well, before that, Sparks, Big Beat, Everybody's Stupid. They can probably sp- true. They can speak for themselves, but that was a fun segment. Certainly. I think there's some truth to that. I know I am. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's all relative. Yeah. What do you have next? Well, what do I have next? They might be giants. Again? <laughs> well, let's continue this show. They Might Be Giants is taking over our podcast. And we wanted to do two, uh, we uh, cut the idea of doing two Ella songs earlier, but uh, They Might Be Giants, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, sure, why this not? This is a family show, bring the kids in. Yeah, bring the kids in for They Might Be Giants' kids album, No. I got this at Goodwill about a year ago, and... It's quite good. In the realm of kids' music, I'd say it doesn't get much better than this. Yeah, and then uh, after we'll, we'll close the segment with a, a couple things to uh, remind you of summer, and then we'll be back. Yeah. Underneath a big clock at the corner of 5th Avenue and 22nd Street. I stood and waited for a girl I knew at the spot where we agreed to meet. It was four minutes of two. At four of two, I stood waiting for the girl. I was four minutes early for the date we had planned. I was planning to say I was in love with her just as soon as she showed for a two o'clock date. And the clock said four of two. At four of two, I was staring into space She was not yet late, according to the clock I was feeling nervous, so I kept looking up At the clock sticking out of the side of the building And it still said four of two At four of two, I began to feel tired And I rubbed my eyes, and again I checked the time It seemed as if the sky was growing dark But I felt reassured when I looked at the clock And it still said four of two I lay my head down on the sidewalk So in case she were coming, I would have a better view But no one was there, so I stretched out and closed my eyes for a second or two. It was four minutes of two. At once I awoke to a futuristic world. There were flying cars and gigantic metal bugs. I'd grown a beard, it was long and white. But I knew that the girl would be coming very soon. For though everything had changed, there was still that clock and it still said
From the Live at Leeds album, Summertime Blues, it was one of those shakers by Eddie Cochran way back when, uh, who was it, the Trogs, I think, made it a hit. No, Blue Cheer, Blue Cheer made it, they, they psyched it out in the late 60s. The Who made it their own in 1968, and of course, uh, immortalized it even further on the Live at Leeds record. Before that, Brave Combo from their 25th anniversary edition, Let's Kiss. There's two versions of Take Me Out to the Ball Game on the record. Uh, there's a polka version, and then there's there's a Tejano version. And what you got was the Tejano version with uh, Bubba Hernandez doing lead vocals. Uh, what a great, great outfit this is. So and what was. is Tejano? Tejano is Tex-Mex. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Carl uh, Finch, Bubba Hernandez, Jeffrey Barnes, Alan Emmert, and Danny O'Brien uh, Carl Finch is the founder of the band. Found it in 1969, hence the uh, 25th anniversary album of, uh, called Let's Kiss. Great, great rendition of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Before that was 
GT Ultra Gorilla Toss. The song name is Dog in the Mirror. This was a 2018 release, and upon first hearing the album, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, I got the vinyl. And here we are today. Another thing about this album was that when I started listening to it, I really wanted my friends to like it. So I would play it around them, and eventually, after some persistence, my buddy Wesley likes the album as well. So, I did it. I got one of my friends to like Gorilla Toss. That's good. That's good. Gorilla Talk, which reminds me that we... Toss. Huh? Gorilla Toss. Oh, never mind. It's a uh, gorilla spelled gorilla warfare type. Okay, I understand. I understand. Yeah, and before that, of course, we had "They Might Be Giants." No, that's the album name. The song is Four of Two." It's their first kids' album that they made. First of a decent amount. I don't know the particular number, but I like kids' music. I think people should tap into it more. I I picture Schoolhouse Rock on steroids. Yeah. Schoolhouse Rock was uh, hard-hitting enough as it was. Yep, yep. That was, yep. Multiplication Rock is my favorite. There you go. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. So what's next? What is next? I'm going to close this off with... uh, uh, it, Nicholas played Lady Eleanor by Linda's Farn uh, a little bit ago and I'm uh, going to introduce you to another Eleanor It's pretty lonely but she died where do they all come from these lonely people and then uh, we're going to close, close the set with uh, Celebration by PFM up the rice in the church where a wedding has been lives in a dream waits at the window wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door who is it for all the lonely people where do they all come from all the lonely people where do they all belong Father Mackenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near, look at him working, darning his socks in the night when there's nobody there. What does he care, all the lonely people, where do they all come from? Nobody came 
FM celebration from their debut album, Premiata Photos of Ghosts. Uh, PFM is uh, short for Premiata Frenaria Marconi. Reading from some liner notes from Supernatural Fairy Tales, a box set of Prague. Another box set. Another box set from 1996. Uh, Premiata Frenaria Marconi uh, was the name of a bakery in Italy. They started out as a Prague outfit, and uh, because their vocals were in Italian, they needed to recruit somebody to uh, do some work for them in English, and they recruited Pete Sinfield, who did uh, wrote lyrics for King Crimson and Brian Eno, among others, and uh, and I think he did vocals as well, and uh, on this record, English vocals. Uh, PFM also had an al- a live album out uh, a few years after the uh, debut called Cook, and all the vocals were in Italian. And as of 1996, the band still existed, but uh, they dropped Prague from their repertoire became a uh, mainstream band. Hmm. And before that, obviously, Eleanor Rigby <coughs> by the Beatles. A little bit of contrast between the two songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of contrast in the Situation Room. Yeah, oh yeah, certainly. So, <laughs> no, I'm sure people weren't celebrating Eleanor Rigby's death, but you never know. Never know. She may have been a bitch. So anyway. Well, maybe a PFM came in and then they started celebrating. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps you just never know what might happen in a world of music since yeah. it is a very small universe. They were celebrating in front of a bewildered Father Mackenzie. That's correct. And we're also celebrating Father's Day. Again, to all you dads out there, make it your day. Whether you're firing up the grill or lighting fireworks, who cares? Just have a good time. And if your kids don't make the day about you, smack them. Now, Nicholas, we can't have that. You know, what happens when you discipline a child physically these days? You wind up in trouble with the law. Uh, 
the powers <laughs> that be, they they didn't want me saying that. Uh, we we're gonna have to censor this episode. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, there there will be definitely some parts censored, especially my remarks about uh, Porgy and Bess and the Gershwin brothers. That's fine. No, but one thing, one thing that uh, that I forgot to mention after take me out to the ball game, um, if anybody from the Orioles executive office is listening, please allow us to bring in food. Yeah, and allow the women to bring in purses of any size. I know you guys don't have time to inspect stuff at the gate, but hey, they're, give the fans a break. They're trying to pull a fast one. Now, now they have um, their their capacity is not limited anymore. But they're still, you know, trying to uh, tell people that the the new food policy for not bringing any outside food or drink is for safety. That's crap. Yeah, it's about money. Nothing but money. And I bet they, after this, they're probably going to say, "Oh, nobody wants to come to our games. We're going to." maybe we should just try to move the team or something but they're not don't seem to be trying to get people in the ballpark no nope. i don't think they're going to move the team but i do think they they need to get their act together to bring fans to the park brandon scott do your job and uh get tough on crime and if it means uh telling marilyn mosby where to stick it with this regards to crime the state's attorney uh -huh. she's not penalizing her uh, prosecuting misdemeanor offenses, which is why they're having an escalated uh, escalation of crime in Baltimore City. And not to mention, Fells Point's become an area that it's uh, part of a turf war with drug gangs. Strange times for mob town, ladies and gentlemen. But that's enough of my rant. This has been our current events segment of the Win Win Podcast. That's right. That's right. And, uh, the opinions of the win-wins guys do not represent those, or, or strictly their own, rather, and may not represent those of the audience. But, hey, we're open to discussion. Anyway, another charged episode. Great music this week. Uh, uh, I already have an idea of what I'm, what I'm going to open up next week's Oh, edition yeah. with we'll have a celebration another celebration as well yeah stay tuned for what it is it's gonna be something pretty pretty exciting yep so and i'll give you 64 reasons why you should listen next week mm -hmm. anyway i'm john and i'm nicholas and our email once again is winwinpodcast at gmail.com that's w-y-n-n-w-y-n-n podcast at gmail.com how many box sets do you have too many we want we want to we want to hear from our our viewers, especially those in the Orioles executive office. Hey, Robert Popic, maybe you can mention. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Game Day DJ. Maybe you can uh, uh, take care of stuff. But it's been a year of change for the Orioles. I, I I do not think Rick Dempsey's involved with their TV broadcast any longer. Nor is Jim Hunter. Very upsetting, and. Uh, some papers let go of Peter Schmuck a couple years ago. He was a quintessential Orioles guy, uh, sports beat writer. John Mioli's good, but Schmuckster was much, much better. Sorry, John, but that's how it is. Hmm. Well, 
that'll do it for our podcast. Very opinionated episode this time. More music next time. Happy Father's Day, everybody. And uh, happy Monday, Tuesday, whenever you're listening. We'll see you next week. On a win-win. Situation. Situation. Podcast. Podcast. Years ago in the ball.